just banged your wife? Name of this garbage show again that I'm on. Total nonstop impact. My name's John Capital Letter E. Period. Bravo, and you're listening to the Total Nonstop Impact Podcast. This is the jaw jacking Tuesday night impacting. His mother called him son because he shines like one mocha skin manimal. Rohit Raju, and you are watching Total Nonstop Impact. This is Taya La Huera Loca, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact. The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander, and you're listening to Total Nonstop Impact. We are the, the Rascals. Rascals, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact Podcast, baby. Woo! And what you're really listening to is total non-stop impact. Don't you dare miss a lesson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. here you guys got a 15 minute intro of putting yourselves over oh. while i'm sitting here and watching jay bone and kaylon and your 50 i never saw a 15 minute intro of three guys putting themselves over this is the good stuff welcome everybody to total non-stop impact impact talk for impact fans feature right here on the tni network throwback show this is trail on my co-host j-bone j-bone what's going on what is up we and are setting up and we are not alone we got some guests here tonight why don't we you got, introduce them while i get the tickers going get the tickers going we got guests guys all right so we got the front row legend himself we're gonna start with you bill we're, we're building up to the new guy <laughs> the front row legend <laughs> is here none other than bill gardner what's happening bill oh not too much good to see you guys again as always, thank you very much. And great wow, day after back Canada Day. Happy day after Canada Day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, yeah. to the uh, to Bill's uh, on-screen right here, his, his his actual left on-screen right, you guys might have seen him on Twitter. He, tweet, he tweets a lot uh, in the Impact community. Do. He does. Uh, you might have seen him as Ty's World Order before. Now he's Ty's World Order 2 now, right? Isn't that the, the new um, one now? I think so. I don't even remember. <laughs> I think so, that's right. This is how we're going to call you Mark, or we're going to call you TW. Mark, yeah, no, nah, Mark. <laughs> Mark for, for sake here, of God, yeah, trying to say the full internet handle. Like right, every there time. we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We have Mark with us. Join us all the way from Houston, Texas. What's happening, Mark? Oh, not a whole lot. Just hanging out, talking to Bill and Jay, you know, waiting for you to get your technical difficulties all figured Thank out. Thank you. And, as uh, always. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, here I am for my first, hopefully not my last, but my first episode yeah. of the show. Absolutely. Now he's on. He, he picked up a shirt. But not only that, not only because he picked up a shirt, Mark and I literally talk every day at this point now. Isn't that crazy? We text every day now. And uh, we met at Hard to Kill. He's from yep. Texas. Met at Hard to Kill. He recognized me and he introduced himself. We just we hit it off ever since then. We've been buds ever since. Uh, so, Mark, great to see you and at least face to face again. Been Absolutely. Awesome. And, yeah, nice uh, to meet you, dude. Great yeah, to have yeah, you guys too. Thanks for having me. Good to see you guys again. He's a big supporter of the show, hey, guys. Been very, yeah, the chat's all. Who's in the chat? Guys, say hello to Mark. Look at that. We got Butters is from Houston, Texas as well. Paul Nelson, right. parents, 
Elijah's in here too. Who else is in here? Millard Harris. Everybody, the gang's all here. Real Heel, Global Wars. Real Heel, I think, is a Russo brand member who, who's been joining us ever since we jumped on the brand, which made its debut today. So I guess did. I guess that's what's going to be the uh, the routine here, guys. We're going to have a two day delay between when we go live and when it's going to hit the brands. So I kind of like that. I kind of like it's like cool. We get to have our our little yeah. universe here, and then the brand people get theirs, and then they, you know we used to go back and forth. So real nice. So any brand folks who are in here today because they saw us on the brand, welcome to the throwback show. This is where yeah. Russo is actually on too. <laughs> these shows. Ooh, oh, there you go. There's the real that. time for you, man. Now we're That's a sexy couple. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, let's. Uh, so, we're, guys, we're going to talk NWA TNA number 31. This took place on February 2nd, 2003. Am I right? Second is the date on this one? February 5th. 5th. Sorry. February 5th, 2003. It's right in front of me. And I'm literally, I'm it's, literally, in the thing, it's in the thing just a few inches <laughs> below here. My notes, I wrote down the second. It's really right in front of me. But, uh, all right. Cool. Well, let's, let's, uh, Jay, you got any news? Anything you want to bring up before we jump into mm. this one here? There's some news today. Yeah, there's. Uh, we keep getting these little uh, hints for um, some surprise people maybe showing up on a certain show on uh, July 18th. A little Slammiversary. Uh, you know? A lot of hints. A lot of teas going on for Slammiversary, man. There What's was one, on? one for Brian. Was it Brian? I always screw up his name. Brian Myers. Brian Myers. Correct. Brian Myers, uh, former GFW, WWE. Um, now, he was Heath Slater before, right? That was him? No. no this right. was uh, Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah, I Kurt don't. Hawkins. Dude, I am so detached from that company. I don't even know who's who. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, you know. it. Former oh, tag champ with Trevor Lee. That's right. Dude, I, remember that. I, I just never could. Keep, I can never keep track of. Heath Slater and Kurt Hawkins. I don't know who's who's who. Are they both redheads or something? Why do I keep missing those, those two up? I have no idea. Yeah, you know what? Okay. I think they were momentarily had a very similar haircut. All right, maybe um, that's it. And it's and now what's up, everybody? And, and now uh, Brian Myers has uh, Heath Slater's <laughs> haircut from about ten years ago. So uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. But uh, he Slater's sent out hints. We mentioned that one the other day, I think. Who else? Oh, Matt Cardona. Cardona. I'm gonna screw up his pronunciation because it's a, like it's a new name. Um, AKA. Uh, Zach woo, 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 woo. Zach, Zach Ryder. Ryder. Thank you. I. Oh my God. <laughs> don't don't well, go I old. Thought, I thought you were. Sucks. I thought you took a break. I thought you were not going to come to the show impaired again. You just told me three minutes ago in the presence of company this was not going to happen again today. What is going on Thursdays with you? It's, Jay? it's water. It's water. Water. dangerous. Bullshit, it's water. It's not water. This is water, okay? This is water. Gray goose and a water bottle. <laughs> hmm. oh, there, look, there's a lot of teases going on. Honestly, at this oh, point. This, this is horrible. It's, it's right, three-day-old day, three drinking water. Cut his mic. Uh, so we're, we're five minutes in. You're out of here, J-Bone. Yeah, Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Yeah, I know. I just don't know who's. I love that we're all guessing. Like even the dirt sheets don't even know at this point, which I think is great. There's like, yeah. like even the Gallows Anderson <laughs> rumors going around. It's like, dude, I don't. They don't seem like. They're like, well, it's kind of a done deal. It's like, yeah, you don't really know if it is or not. Nobody 
fucking has any idea at this point, man? The best <laughs> one, the best one is pay attention to EC3's oh, he's, social he's in media. Everybody. He's in everybody, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He teased yeah. Impact. Moose has responded. He teased Ring of Honor. He teased AEW last night, blew up the internet again. It's ridiculous. It's like, you know what? This guy's a free agent. I don't care where he shows up. I just hope he's happy. And whoever he decides to sign slash and or work with, he's happy. You know, because that's what all these guys want. Hey, listen, forget um, forget that. How about Moose? Moose's re- response to all of it. On oh, the same yeah. set, right? Let's just talk shoot, about that. You just shoot him, yeah. It's like, wait, he's, he's in the same house? What happened here? Is I it... thought that was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. It was. was I like how he draws you in with the EC3 three first. <laughs> yes. Like, wait, because you forget that you're looking at Moose's tweet, and then all of a sudden it's Moose. I love Good it, man. Stuff. Yeah. It's a great stuff. job. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm excited for it, guys. I am really, really – I don't – like I said, we don't know anything that's going to happen. So – Keep me guessing. In a time of wrestling, when you don't know, when you know everything, it's great to not know anything. I'm all about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of interesting time of wrestling, let's jump into it, boys. February 5th, 2003. Like I ask every week, <laughs> yeah. J Bone, where were you February 5th, 03? Because I know I was at my, my buddy Dave's couch watching this show. So where were you February 5th, 2003? Well, as long as we're shooting on all sorts of crazy stuff, I let uh, I, I, I let, <laughs> sorry I asked this question. I let our uh, I let our friends in on a little story, and I was contemplating whether I should say it or not. And I, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, just saying it. All right. So at this point, so what, what are we at? We're at we're at February fifth. Okay, so February we're 5th. about a week out from what holiday? Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this sounds like it's gonna be bad. <laughs> Go ahead. And, and my uh, my my ex's uh, birthday was uh, the day before, so I can't tell you how many times I, you know, it, it screwed up as a husband, you know, and unintentionally, of course. Um, and, and we live in Wisconsin, and a lot of times in February there is snow, so usually. Either the 14th or the 15th, the front of the lawn was covered in red. And I mean, usually, you know, flower petals, but it looked like something else because they were red. So it looked like, you know, it's like there was like a murder at the house. You know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is happening, J-Bone? What kind of life did you live like 20 years ago? <laughs> Actually, don't even answer that. Don't even answer that. I'm gonna I, ask was, I, I was I wasn't watching a ton of wrestling at this time. I was a little distracted with we'll just say a four-letter word called life. All right. Well, let's and go here comes that. my current wife. Hello, babe. How are you doing? Yeah, there you go. Let's let's cut his mic for sure. This is J Bone in the house. Mark. <laughs> she goes, that sounds really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, what were you doing in February of 03? Where were you living? You were were you in Detroit at the time? You were in Detroit guy, right? No, I was here in Houston. I was okay. living off in an apartment off of our main drag. Anybody who's whoever was in Houston off of Westheimer. Okay. And when Raven left that other company, at the time we were all using satellites and you could buy cloned cards that allowed you to watch free pay-per-view. <laughs> so I invested in my first clone card and my first episode of TNA was actually episode 30 last week. So oh. it's, this is actually nostalgia for me. Before it's been all new stuff. This mm-hmm. is actually gonna be a rewind for me. So it was really, it was cool to watch it again. 
that's cool, man. And, and I haven't seen it since 17 years ago. So. 17 years. Bill, throw yours in there. What are you doing in 03? Are you watching this or are you doing something else? I think I was not watching it live. I, I, I know that one probably for sure. I probably caught it within the next couple weeks is probably what happened back then. I, uh, as opposed to J-Bone with uh, Life. I'll say I was uh, <laughs> probably preoccupied uh, with a uh, with someone at the time uh, that probably uh, was taking me away on a, such an evening as uh, as that. So I probably did not watch it live, is my guess. All right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Good stuff. I was like asking that question. If you guys in the chat want to answer that question, I love hearing life stories because it's like everyone like you just wonder like what the fuck were people doing back then, man? <laughs> me, my season. I was at like I said, my buddy Dave's couch. Eating take take out Chinese, watching NWA TNA because that was my I had a, I had a locked in Wednesday. My Wednesday was locked in, boys. That was it. Wednesdays were was locked it, in. Hmm? Was it the same dish every Wednesday? Chinese? No, no, no. We would order something else different. Usually, it was the right. Chi- this Chinese place near his house was so fucking good, and I can never remember the name of it. I'm like, I would go there now because I just it was so good. But we'd get something different all the time though. Because okay, if you always went there, usually a Chinese place will be like, you just call up, they know your voice. They're like, Trent. <laughs> No, they knew him though. They, he was he was local to him. They had they had the order down, man. It was great. All right, yeah, they got uh, they always have it down. They do, man. But this was a this was a special show, guys. This this period of NWATNA, you you're in sports entertainment extreme, running wild. The crowd has changed. Now, Jay, you and I have been watching since show one here. You've seen it. We went from oh yeah the local rednecks in, in Nashville, the, the the grandmas in the front row. To like you got these like you got 20 something year olds you got these bloodthirsty fans in the crowd and they're chanting all sorts of wacky shit you guys you got a group. yeah there's 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 an extreme chant later on which is like what the fuck but like the the, the mood has changed like the 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 climate has changed at this point in the impact zone or the uh, the asylum i should say at this time and the, um the, the ladies in the front row like right behind ringside that you yeah. see on uh you know the 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 camera side or whatever they are insane whenever the camera gets anywhere close to them and they got a heel like you know walking past or whatever mm-hmm. those chicks are leaning over the railing and blah. <laughs> it was oh, a different time God. it was consider this guys at the time Tickets to the show were, I think, fifteen bucks GA, or no, fifteen or twenty by at this point, twenty bucks front row, fifteen bucks GA, and then ten for like nosebleeds. It was a cheap ticket. If you lived in Nashville, this is an easy thing to do. It's something to do on a Wednesday. That's why you had these young people start coming because it was getting a lot of buzz. I remember going to Indies around this time, and like, and TNA was like the new thing. It was like the new the new girl in school. Like everybody wanted to like get to know it, you know, and. These these guys were making indie shots. Like they would, they had the little ticker at the bottom during like the cage dancers showing you the indie indie dates and stuff. So these they were, the buzz was there. This was the thing to go to at the time. So it was very note on the cage dancers. As I was rewatching this episode, yeah, my wife walked through the room and said, "Oh, it's the wrestling with the girls in the cages," <laughs> which she had seen a long time ago. <laughs> so <laughs> the TNA brand lives on. That's true, man. The cage dancers are classic. I I text Mark that I go I go one more night, bring them back. He's like, no, not, <laughs> yeah, no, not today. No, let's just leave that one back there. <laughs> maybe just had maybe at no place like home. Maybe they would have had just maybe a a little skit. Maybe maybe yeah. just something for one cage dancer and then like they they get pushed off the screen yeah so like i was telling trent if we put swinger and someone else in the cages i'm in 
<laughs> my idea you need swingless. Swingless. <laughs> yeah, my idea for the no place like home show was like you have a match going on and then like you have something happens where it's like some little schmoz going on in the ring and then russo walks out takes the mic kind of looks at it, it gets a reaction booze and cheers whatever it is and he kind of looks and just gets the mic and goes needs a pole and just walks out <laughs> there you go Needs a pull, and like it would just. I I was like immediate pop because like you want to you want to like restore anything, immediate pop because like play into play into the ongoing joke like, eh, needs a pull, <laughs> that's it, just like and like you said, Bill Cage dancers on one skit just have them yanked out or something like just <laughs> little little callbacks would have yeah. been hilarious to those kind of things. Yeah. All right, let's jump into this one, boys. Uh, we open up the show. Larry Zabisco's out there. He's got Larry the NWA Z. title with him. Larry Z. Got the bell with him that AJ stole. Talks about the back and forth with AJ, the, the match they had, this and that. And he says, Jeff Jarrett needs to grant AJ Styles the title shot. So now we're putting AJ in this title picture. That's it. Like He's officially getting moved in here at this point. Jarrett interrupts. Says his possession of nine-tenths of the law bullshit is crap. And he's <laughs> like, if AJ wants a shot, he can ask me. Uh, but he wants his belt back. He's going to get the easy way or the hard way. And he tells Larry Zabisco. Oh, great. Yes. The hard way, and he says, "I'm going to take it out of your ass." Yes. To which Larry replies, "Out of my ass! <laughs> in your ass!" <laughs> right like, off, right off the bat, just that, just that first conversation. I'm like, "Oh, you can just tell what kind of show this is going to be. This is already insane." Larry's a bisco. Out of my ass! We didn't get bisco for long enough. I no, wish he'd been no. around longer. Just no, there's never Larry's too much Larry Zabisco. No. <laughs> a six-year-old Larry Zabisco is going out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's uh they you know gets in his face. He's about to get in there. AJ attacks Jarrett. Jarrett gets the belt at this point, but a big group of guys in fatigues attacks him and kidnap him, take him outside. So hooded dudes, sports entertainment extreme, as we found out, take him outside. Is it just me, or did you guys have vibes? To the Samoa Joe kidnapping at this point, like the whole Samoa Joe getting kidnapped thing later on, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know why I, th I thought about it, but I'm like, huh, they did do something like that later on where Joe got kidnapped." <laughs> but this was interesting. Um, now, Mark, let me start with you. Right off the bat, the crowd is insanely hot here. Like, talk, look at that pure Nuts. crowd response. Nuts like, for everything. everything. Everybody that comes out. Everyone that comes out. Everyone that picks up a mic. Everything. No, no yeah, silly chanting. Crowd. It's like it's just pure reaction to what they're seeing, yeah, and I'm like, insane, right? To just a, to just a, Bill, like to a bunch of dudes, hooded dudes, which we know are sports entertainment extreme, kind of a silly thing. They're kidnapping Jared, but like they're eating up every minute of this. Yeah, and they I'm love like, the craziness. Like it, this is really where it feels like it becomes that asylum error yes. of the crowd. Like it really, like they were kind of getting their feet wet. Like they they were. Booing guys, but then yeah. like not boo. Like like I told you in the last show, like like Jared wasn't getting pop on some of these things. Right. But right. now all of a sudden now now that now they're Jared guys. Like it feels like it is. Like there's a new group that's kind of going in there. And I think you're right. And like okay. uh we were talking about like the in sync thing from last week, that reference. I think there was just a bunch of like 18 to 25 year olds that yes. all had like in sync haircuts. I guess that was the big thing in Tennessee at the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, I'm like, the crowd is not as good as watching the show. <laughs> Jay. Uh, they all look like they just walked out the shower. 
It's true. Yeah. It's true. Jay, uh, but we talk about this a lot, Jay. Like just that, just the pure response. The crowd have we've seen it change from show one to 31 now. We've seen the evolution, and they're just like they're hot from minute one. They're hot. That's what I love about it. Oh, yeah, just nuts. And it was just uh it, the whole thing was so random and sudden. And this, okay, there was something really weird. I want to, I know I'm changing the subject here just mildly. Mm-hmm. But the first That's so weird for this show. Yeah, because I, we never go off the rails. <laughs> um, no, but this is no, I mean, we were going just going from segment to segment here. Um, but that first, there was something done out of order here. Now, I, I know I've never done acid or anything, but wasn't. Estrada's hair last week severely shorter. Not as short as mine, of course, but it was like this long. And now it may he have went just been product. To- maybe I don't know though. It did look completely different last week. It was it was like all the way down. It was that haircut I was talking about. Like it looked like <laughs> true. He had it all tight. Yeah, I don't know if like something was like shown out of like like were these last two episodes like switched on the impact plus or something no no these are i mean i think you know remember they're taping week to week so i mean who knows i mean that, that might have been i mean he just tried to change it up i don't know because he did have it throwed out right that this this week yeah he, I mean, he had I, the, uh, the disco trend going on yeah there you go exactly <laughs> which is which is what he had i mean he just maybe it was watered down last time but yeah well that, that, that leads us to our next segment here was disco taking on jorge Estrada. so he, he looked yeah. like this What oh, side is shit. Trent on? Shit. He's got the disco hair, but the fatigues. Is he sex? I don't know. Get out of here, AC Romero. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> question, Mark. <laughs> so pretty soon, AC's going to lose too much weight to even be able to fill out the suicide costume. I'm a little bit worried they're going to have to find somebody else. <laughs> um, so this was this was interesting. So I found something interesting on this next match here, like Disco and Jorge Estrada. Uh Sanders on commentary, and he mentions that Disco broke him in, which I didn't know. I had no idea. Now they are both Atlanta either. guys; they're both Georgia guys, so that makes sense. And I know, I know they're good friends. They early on, I remember on Russo's Pyro and Ballyhoo Network, the two of them had a talk show together, short-lived. And it kind of now I'm kind of seeing like the friendship's been there for a while. So, um, but it's a, interesting here. Jorge gets the win with a backslide, and there's a post-match beatdown by by Glenn Goberti and Mike Sanders. They strip him of the suit. And this is where it got interesting, Mark. There was an entire arena chanting, you are gay, at Sanders and Disco stripping him out. Did you catch this? 2003 TNA. So when everybody left WCW, they had to go somewhere, and we all went to TNA, and the chance came with us. Holy (laughs) crap. You are gay, Chad. Which, okay, I get it. Like, at the time, you know, like, using – gay was like people used it very very loosely at the time now obviously it's much more locked down but i i don't remember ever hearing an entire arena chanting you are gay as someone who hasn't been watching from the beginning and watched this one you know bell to bell because i was going to be here with you guys it was a little bit jarring in terms of like the culture between then and now for sure true for sure 
Oh, yeah. And it took me a second. I was like, wait a minute. They didn't censor this one? Because they, they do censor stuff. Like, the first couple yeah, episodes random. were pretty liberal. <laughs> yeah, and then a hand, handful of episodes in, then they started, uh, you know, bleeping stuff out. I'm shocked. They Maybe because it was a little inaudible. Like, it took me a second to figure why. out. Yeah. I think crowd stuff, it, unless it's blatant. Like, like I, I remember they... You know they 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 bleeped out like f bombs from the crowd and stuff like that, but I don't know. This one was like light enough, I guess. I don't know. This was, this was like wow. We get, a, we get a loud different one later that we can do. We, I, I I don't know if I have well, noted different chant. Different. Okay. Channel. All right. I'll let you point out. I don't know if I have another one noted here, but anyway, let's we'll keep going. It, 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 oh, it oh, rhymed I, with it rhymed with Tanay. Probably why it didn't get censored. Like, oh, they're <laughs> chanting Tanay. They love Tanay. Oh, okay. So I heard some. Okay, I'll let you guys mention that one. <laughs> but uh, Jorge Estrada. I just want to talk to you guys about this for a second. It they they're trying with him. They are trying, and I think he's trying too. He he meant well. He just there's something about him that even like I'm watching a guy working hard, and I go he wants to do it, but there's something just disconnects me from this guy so much that I just can't like I don't buy him in, into a mark. What do you? I, I'm not like buying him at all. Like even if you put him in a great story, I'm not I, into it. I think the problem is there's so much else going on, and the booking is so heavy around the main event and the mid card that it's a lot of these other people are getting lost unless <clears throat> they're related to the main storylines. I think True. possibly. You know, he just like he like never caught fire from the beginning though. Like, he was like, in a crowded division too. Yes, yeah, that was part of it because because Bill he doesn't really fit the like an X division y kind of guy, nor is he kind of a middleweight type of guy. He's kind of in that lost like category almost. You know, he is like his style. Like obviously they they kind of forced them into the X division yeah. as his fit, but like. I know kind of in the earlier episodes, it was like the whole thing about Sonny Sakai and like what about his gimmick and where does he fit? And now you're just looking like light years now. And like, we never thought like Sonny really got to where it is, but he's so far ahead of Jorge. It's not even, not even yeah. close. Um, it's just, and they're going back and forth. Like he, he had the, uh, he, he was the Elvis gimmick. Then he was his kind of own gimmick last week. Now he's back to Elvis. Yeah. They, they just kept moving him around. He never could really get set anywhere. And they never really gave him a chance to talk much. So he never was really going to get himself over. I think that's part of it too. Booking, booking's probably thinking how I'm thinking. They just they didn't know what to do with it. Where do you put the guy? You know, he's kind of a lost, he's a lost type character. So I don't know. He's uh, perfect with the Elvises. He couldn't break out that. That's yeah. what it was. Jay and I've talked about this a bunch. Like he's just it, it's like since the show one, we just haven't been able to catch all of them. But um, all right. Next segment though, guys, is is my favorite ongoing segment of the night. It is the frustration level of Bullet Bob Armstrong as the <laughs> night goes on. That's this is what starts it off. This is one of my favorite things. It's like it starts off. Goldie's like, "What's going on, with Jeff Jarrett?" We got. He's like, "God damn it, Goldie! Ah, I'm trying to figure this out. I can't keep track. I gotta <laughs> go. Goldie. I gotta get to work." Or oh yeah. He goes, he goes. He goes. I got a wife that bugs me more than you. Or well, that's later on. That's that's oh, like that's, the, yeah, that's, that's a great Goldie. later part of it. Is that later? Okay. I know you said that at some point. <laughs> oh, no. We're building to it, right, Mark? Like, we're building. <laughs> yeah. He just builds that anger. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that because, oh, my goodness. It's great. He, how, how she lasted this long? <laughs> she gets beat up a lot. Like, I, I hope, like, I, I don't want to sit here. I'm not going to badger her. You know, I've, I've messaged her a couple times, be like, hey, we'd love to have you on sometime. But I'm like, I'm even more sincere now. Like, hey, we got to have you on because I want to talk to you about 
what was going on we, back we, then because man, we we, so bad. We, yeah, yeah we, we legit feel bad for her during these shows because yeah. just the looks on her face. She's like, oh my god, getting bounced but she's around. Some of the most memorable spots. They she like is. the later on in this show. I think that, that that's the line of the night. Desire gives. Her. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I gotta was say, she an industry person, Goldie before. Not at all. Not well. No, okay. I'll, I'll back up. Back up. Danny Daniels from AW told me that she did some stuff at IWA Mid South in Indiana prior to this. Like she got her foot in the door at IWA Mid South, which is a very known and indie known for just letting a lot. A lot of people have come, gone through it. Not the greatest run operation, but they've had a lot of talent. She actually got her foot in the door there, and then she parlayed that into TNA. So that this wasn't her first, but it was basically like her first. Not really an industry person, though. She's a musician by trade. But recently, you know, she is she has expressed like she wants to come out. So we definitely gotta nail that down. But she recently so we got a lot of reviews to go. It'll happen someday. Oh, yeah, for sure. She um recently has mentioned how she's like she had a very emotional post like two weeks ago on Twitter. How she's like, I finally have accepted how like I was I wasn't bad. I had I was good. I had fun. I really love the work I did. Like she's looking back on this work super fondly lately so i'm happy for her. like she's really been putting over her her tna run and stuff so it's pretty it's been pretty cool well, to watch her yeah we we love her i mean considering how women were treated back then and it happens Stop for trick, a while man. it's um man she's just a landmark for someone who was tough as nails yeah she's a tough chick man no doubt uh russo appears in fatigue so it's the arm it's the, it's the war theme right it's us against you it's Sports entertainment versus tradition. And he says, welcome to Operation Sex. Uh, there's, there's sex chants going on. Like People are just chanting sex, sex, sex. And uh, he's like, we got their leader, and now we're going to take out everyone in the in the army. And then you scumbags who boo yeah. us. Beginning of the scumbags. The beginning of the scumbags. <laughs> the, the seeds were planted here, man. Uh this uh he says the weird thing he goes, i really love jeff jarrett i love him i'm doing this for his own good i'm trying to help jeff jarrett you know so he's, you're planting seeds of like are they friends or what's going on here so and he's like he tells disco he's like i'm leaving it to you i want you to develop the character of jeff jarrett bring it out of him. it's up to you and he goes i want you to basically turn him into a piece of shit is what he's trying to tell me uh flush tradition down the drain is the term yeah, he throws out yeah, that's down. the big one he says, Glenn, it's your project. Head out there. So Disco starts walking, and Dusty Rhodes comes out. The Texas boy comes out, and he takes out Disco, elbows, gets to the <laughs> ring, and he calls out all the young guns. Now, this is this is kind of telling. This little scene that happens here, guys. Look at this scene. He calls out what is, at this point, like the front line of the youth movement of TNA. AMW, Amazing Red, Jerry Lynn, Truth, and he puts them all over. Like, Look at that lineup, though, for a second. Like that, that is a lot of cool talent. You got your veteran who's still young at that point, Jerry Lynn. You got your new X Division guy, right? It was like making waves. Truth, who's become like this rising star who was like kept down everywhere else, rising here. And NW, like the tag team of the future. That's a pretty awesome little talent pool to have on the front line, which I mean, it, it was cool to see that. He's putting them over big time. But a line I loved, Mark, I doubt if you caught this. I loved it when he pointed at truth and he's like, you're all, you talk about so much about what you've done. He goes, I want you to know a black man did not win the world title. A man won the world title. And I, I love it. It like hit me for a second. I was like, yeah. man, that was some real shit. You know, it was some, it's dust always fuck pop. Can I swear I on this show? 
I'm yeah, always pop. Dude, Dusty came out and I lost my shit. Oh, um, always pop for Dusty. And yeah, his you're right. That, he put everyone over. All these guys that we're we're going to come to know as the pillars of our company. You know, Truth yeah. would leave and come back and you know, people would come and go, but these guys AMW for how long both those guys, you know, not necessarily together, but storm around forever. Are yeah. we going to see him again soon? I'm guessing. I hope. I don't, man. Know. I don't know. It was Start, uh, with NWA on hold. It's looking like we might. We might. Fingers crossed. I wouldn't hope. mind seeing him. Yeah. But no, he, the ability Dusty Rhodes has to just, it's an instant endorsement. Like I looked at Truth's eyes. I'm like, I'm like, tell me. I'm like, if I'm Truth, I'm getting, it's hitting me right there. If like Dusty Rhodes saying like, a man won the world title. It's like, don't even sell yourself short that it's, you know, categorize yourself. Say it's a black man. I'm the first black world chance. Like, no, you're a man and you won that title. Bottom line. And I was like, that's awesome, man. Good stuff. It, it was strong. And he's like, let's take the let's take the asylum back. Truth, you lead it. I literally, my notes, I, I wrote so, so good. Like, that's how good this segment was. It, was. it really, it was awesome. Uh, all right, we go to Sunny Siaki with Desires next. Oh, hang, hang, on, hang on a second. It's, 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 speaking of, uh, you know, Cowboys like Dusty, uh, yeah. a, a little a little birdie <laughs> just sent me something. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It, this, Uh-oh. This, this shows Uh-oh. that. Uh-oh, um, Uh-oh Eric. <laughs> it, just, it just shows that um, you're, you, even though you're new, Bill, Wild Bill, you're, you're still, you're over with the fans. So Uh-oh. I just want to here? share this. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty wrote, wow. <laughs> Dusty Bill. Dusty it's, it's, wild, it's wild Bill there. There you go. Now, <laughs> now Trent, I got to say, yeah. I have a neck. You actually have a neck, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, the ones of me don't have necks. I don't know why that is. <laughs> Good but Good I got to ask you. What did you use on that perm? Because that is that is one I, sexy that? Perm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look natural. <laughs> the stuff that they dip in uh, Italian beef, you know, it's the same kind of dip. That's what that's how you get those curls. You know? That's how you really get that <laughs> those really nice. I gotta go to the Trent, the Trent <laughs> School of uh hair care products. Good hair day today, boys. That is a good hair day. It's flowing today. <laughs> Uh, I, I never have a bad hair day, so I'm just <laughs> that. Uh, that picture is courtesy of uh, uh, watcher and listener Zach Bonifer. Thank you. Oh, that's that's a dr- thank the you, Zach. Of, the prince of Photoshop. Look at that man. He's every week with something. This guy. <laughs> he's on it, man. He's on it. I've got a whole line of photos. Uh, some Trent has liked. Some Trent hasn't liked. I, I won't read. <laughs> Trent, I'll be nice. I won't show the one of the you know the bodybuilding Please one don't. of you. Please don't. It's, it's, it's hot. Not <laughs> it's I hot. just want to. I want to know where he's getting all these damn photos. I mean, I, I don't know. I want. Uh, there's a couple pictures he's used from my face. I'm like, where the fuck did you even get that picture? I, I'm you fr- sort of wig me out here, Zach Bonifer. I need to. I need to get to the source on this. Anyway, got Zach, Zach got it right. You? I was trying to remember the name from uh, <laughs> Coming to America. It was Soul Glow. That's what Soul, it was. Oh, yeah. Soul Glow, yes. Soul Glow. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Can't believe they're making a sequel. So blown Are they mind. really? Yeah. Is so Arsenio weird, coming back? In? All, hey. both, they're all in there. Everybody's in there. Like everybody's well, playing everybody. I'm like, yeah, he's even bringing back the characters. Like Eddie Murphy played like five characters. He's bringing them yeah. all back. Yeah. What is they're this? Gonna have the again. <laughs> okay, so then weird. I'll hold, I'll reserve judgment then. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Is Sam Jackson going to come back and reprise his role as the robber? As the robber? I don't know. That's, that's a stretch. Oh, he has to. Yeah. I mean, he should. He really, yeah. really should. Yeah, nice little Easter egg. I want to see how big the McDowell's chain became. Or, or oh, it's be well, they probably only sell healthy stuff now, like salads and yogurt. That's right. McDowell's always on the cutting edge of the latest. We just, we just – we just need Samuel L. Jackson to walk in with a shotgun, look around, go, damn, and run away. <laughs> <laughs> like he just book got it. out of jail after 30 years and like he's going book to it. do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, book it. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Sonny Siagi with Desire taking on Red. This was a good match, man. Man, this oh, is, man. What a banger. This was awesome. What I, a banger. I was like, these two got chemistry, man. This is yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, Good, good back and forth. Good, good balance back and forth. Desire hooks Red's uh, leg on the rope. Siaki gets the win. But the anticipation is what I liked. I'm like, I truly had no idea it was going to win this. I'm like, oh shit, like Red might have this. Like, it was just, it was a great back and forth. Jay, what do you, I'm going to start with you on this one. Your thoughts yeah, on that, that was good. You can tell at this point that Red, you know, over the first, uh, it, it, what, when did he show up? It was like within Episode the first few six. weeks, wasn't it? I think it was six he shows up on. Okay, so he showed up after a month and a half or whatever. Yeah. All right, but but from then on, I mean, he is absolutely, without a doubt, a fan favorite. Whenever he shows up, that crowd goes nuclear. You know? It only grows, though. Let me put it that way. That, like, if you watch these, the red phenomenon just grows from here. Has the Don West thing already happened? Kind of. He got on the desk and was doing the let's oh, go. Yeah. Red. Yes. Okay. That, that, so that happened okay. like three episodes ago, four episodes okay. ago. But like oh. then later on, he still gets like yeah. Don West becomes the biggest cheerleader, as we know. Absolutely. Like that, that goes nuts. Uh, this one. So it was interesting. So Red is facing off with Desire after the, after the loss. She shoves him. He shoves her back. Siaki flips out, jumps on him, but then this is where Trinity and Kid Cash run in for the save. And then that that little feud, that intergender feud is happening. Uh, I love Trinity and Kid Cash. These two are so underrated in the lexicon of, of TNA Impact Wrestling. The Trinity, for sure, I feel it's forgotten. I, like, Mark, you got to say, like, I know you love the women's wrestling. Is women, Trinity is forgotten, like, and she should not be this forgotten. She was damn good. To be honest with you, I don't remember a lot about Trinity, so I just made your really? point right there. Yeah, I don't remember a ton about yeah. her. I I do want to bring up one thing in this match, though. I thought like the moment of the night was in this match. Go there ahead. was a point where where Red uses a six one nine to get back into the ring mm -hmm. and reverses it into a top row plancha onto Siaki on the floor, and it was like absolute perfection. And right yeah. there, like you know, Red the star. Like totally. every time he gets in the ring, you already knew this guy was going to be huge i mean yeah. he looks like a little kid but i hadn't seen this is the first time i've seen him wrestle in a while because mm -hmm. i hadn't been watching these really and I, I forgot how beautiful in the ring he can be dude i'm telling imagine He's so two, good 2003 like bill who was doing this in 03 besides red honestly like no no, no. he was bringing a style no. that is obviously much more common today but back then you weren't yeah. seeing that like maybe you were seeing it in some smaller shows in mexico yeah. so lucha libre but you really weren't even seeing it in like triple a to, to that right. extent which yeah. kind of will lead into that uh, upcoming sit down segment yes and i gotta say yeah. though i i gotta say he is considered such a pioneer for the guys now because i was at a show backstage in chicago called warrior wrestling and they actually got red this is like 
Uh, I, I want to say this is December or December. Before. Yeah, with the Rascals, right? The December, Rascals, right? Yeah. So it was yeah. Will. It was Will Osprey, Red. And I forgot their third taking on the Rascals, and I mean, like Red is considered to all those guys. Like he was, I think it was Seema. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. No, no. It was one of the guys from uh oh one. Of the, oh, Phantasm. Was it Phantasm? No, no, somebody else. I'll, I'll, I'll come to me. But the, the respect for Red at like backstage, it was like they couldn't believe they're going to be in the ring with Red. Like that was the big thing. It's like, forget everything. It's like, holy shit. Like, we're like, Trey was like flipping out. Like, he couldn't fucking believe he was going to be in the ring with Red. Like, it's amazing, Red. <laughs> it's amazing, Red. But it's like, yeah. but he's the guy who ushered in the stuff they're all doing now. All like, of this. That's all it. This. He's the guy. He, he gave the small guys that that flavor, and it's like, and dude, he still has it. That's the thing. Of well, and, and you know, he worked with guys like Siaki, who was built to put over Red. That right. match of power, like Siaki carrying him around, leaving him in perfect spots, mm-hmm. catching so great on the floor, great base. I mean, the two of these guys together, like I don't, I didn't remember this match. I'm gonna watch this match again later. I'll remember it this time. This match was an absolute banger. Great stuff, though. Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, it's you know moments where you're like, oh man, poor amazing Red, he's just getting <laughs> killed. And it, it 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 also shows, and I talk about this once in a while, how good the commentary is, because they point oh, out God. stuff like that. You know, they so they good. they point out the dramatic moments, and they they put that extra oomph on how you're supposed to feel. You know, and you're just you're just drawn in, especially with someone like Tanae. Tanae was out of his mind He's so crazy good. in this show and it just escalated <laughs> by the end of the show i'm surprised he didn't do another damn walk off he just completely lost it oh he's been on fire these last couple weeks i oh. gotta i gotta say guys i mean this guy to when you and i'm, I'm not taking a shot at current com i don't and i'm not trying to get into all that but when you hear tenay and west make this sound like every match Sounds like the most important thing in the world in that moment. Yeah. I'm like, every segment, like even the even the the the, the sports entertainment extreme stuff. That's it's like, I am feeling the frustration through Tanae's voice at all times. And I'm like, that's a fucking lost art, man. Yeah. I don't get that yeah. from Josh Matthews today. Well, and West feels like a fan. Like when I hear Don West make calls, that's how I feel. I'm popping like a mark, just like him. It's oh so yeah, wonderful. yeah. I just I was like, man, I swear to God, Mike Tanay is he deserves way more credit than he's getting, if, if that's the case. Because I am just I'm completely into the way he makes me feel in all these moments. I'm like, man, this guy just he's made Jay, we've watched shitty matches, like basic filler matches, and Tanay's made him feel like the most important thing on the card. And I'm like, that's an art. That's a oh, fucking art. Yeah, especially <laughs> the first handful of weeks where you're just getting introduced to people. I mean, it, we still made the point that they made storylines out of the most insignificant thing or match or or setup or whatever. And those two guys put it over like Rover. Just, oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. It's awesome. All right, let's talk to sit down though, guys. This Conan sit down with Mike today. Who I want one of you. I want one of our guests Oof. here to take this one. <laughs> Mark, I'm gonna let you talk about this one. Okay. Go ahead. No, you take it. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. You know, I've never covered a segment before. Trying to put me on the spot. Oh, I, <laughs> I didn't well, take any well. notes on Conan. Sit down. Conan, um, I know him and Conan seem like they had some real heat, though, right? It was you, Conan. It was you, Conan. 
it was you, Conan. And by the end, you know, Tanae was pissed off, like, for real. Or Tanae's just great in the chair, which he is. so good, man. Yeah, he is. Well, it's it's funny, like, I don't know. I've heard this from Conan before, and I'll hear it from Conan again. It's kind of like a a thread that Conan's been weaving for his entire career, and he's 100% right. Um, I don't remember what comes next. Is this when he gets together with Truth shortly? uh, I think... I think so. I think three, three live crew is not far three off. Live crew. BG James. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So Conan now, comes in. Is it about a year. Okay. I forgot what what he's doing between now and three live crew. Oh. I don't remember. I, yeah. That's why I couldn't remember if he actually brought in a Lucha Revolution into TNA or if if he went right into three live crew because it's been a while. There's something between there. There's something that happened. Okay. I can't recall what it is. We're gonna find out. If time, but yeah. Uh, but you're, you know, you bring up a good point, Mark. He, this is a, this is something he has believed. He talks a lot about almost this oppression of minorities in wrestling, and these are good points. Like he does mention, there's no people of color in power in these promotions. Like, and he talks about it today. He even says, "Why aren't? Why is there not a Latino writer writing for the Luchadors? Why is there not a black writer?" writing for the african-american uh roster just so he can understand the psychology even better he's always pitched for that he to this day he's always pitched for something like that and i think it's not a bad point so there's a little bit of a shootiness to this segment too like well, yeah go ahead, go ahead oh i was just gonna say that's exactly it i always feel that way with conan when he's talking about this because you can tell that he lives it well we know he lives it right we know yeah. his history and what he does for the business in real life it, that's why I've always loved Conan. You can put him in a different promotion or you can put him in Impact. Uh, I love him anywhere, obviously most in Impact, but he's very steady and he always carries uh, his culture and who he is and his character. His character's an established now at this point for 20 years. You know, he's more that guy. Shit. He's 30 yeah, more. years at this point. Yeah. It's nuts. Is he 30 years in the business by 2003? Oh, he, he debuted. Oh, by 2003. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no, now, yeah, now. Yeah. Back then, 20 years in the business, yeah. he's another great guy to have on board. You know, although he, he definitely made sure to tell you everything he accomplished in the yeah. business. And sit down. <laughs> he, he put himself over. Vince <laughs> Russo would call him out. No, if okay. you're not going to do it, who's going to do it, right? I, I <laughs> love you guys. You guys who did it? You did. It. You did, you did Conan. It. You did. Who did this? I was there. I was in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> he made Tanae point it out for sure. <laughs> you, he put Tanae over too, though. He did. He did actually put Tanae over. You're right. Do you guys listen to um to keep it at 100 his podcast because it literally is it's conan i always do my conan impression on his podcast he's always eating and smoking on his podcast like you hear like disco and they're like a joe feeney and the other guests and you're conan like this you're like oh thanks <laughs> what do you guys <laughs> what do you guys think of um <laughs> what do you guys think of uh raw that's <laughs> like he's, he's doing bong rips on the show and it's like what the fuck? <laughs> um, he's keeping it 100 keeping it 100 <laughs> he is but um but it, it was an interesting promo you're right he puts he puts Tanae over as like the one guy who understood he's like that's why i pitched for you to be in wcw because you understood it which which is a shoot Mike Tanay called the world's when worlds collide pay per view in 1994, which WW helped co promote for um, AAA uh, CMLF. I forgot which one it was, which is one of the most revolutionary pay per views of all time. Tanay was the commentator, he was the English commentator who knew everything about Mexican wrestling. And 
WCW heard it, Conan endorsed it, and he that's that's how Tanay ended up in WCW. And it was fantastic. The guy Tanay is always known as shit. The guy is a clear cut student of the game. Well, I'm I'm curious where this goes. Basically, he tells Tanay the line of the sh of the interview is I'd rather instill fear so than invoke thought. thought. Yeah. yeah thought. Interesting. It's a good line. Very good line. So uh all right. Segment two of Bullet Bob and Goldie. Like this is where he starts. <laughs> this is where he he gets. This is level two now. So he's at this is level two. So she's asking him, you know, uh, <laughs> you know what's going on, Jeff Jarrett? What's happening, Bob? And he's like, and he's he's like, I'm getting pissed off. You always bothered me, Goldie. You know, you got to quit. You know, you got to lay off a little bit. Road Dog, or I'm sorry, BG James comes in. Dad, I'm worried about you. You're stressing out too much. You know, the mic cuts out a little bit here. I don't really know what he was saying. Did it cut out? Like, a little technical yeah. issue on this. Yeah, uh, the fans are even getting on them. <laughs> yeah, you hear the fans reacting to it. So it might cut out a little bit, but basically it ends with Bullet telling him, I got a little surprise for you in the ring. So why don't you head out and get this? They go right into the segment. And this is where we get the debut. Uh, so it's BG James taking on Tenacious Z, who's later known as Zach Gowan, the one-legged sensation for wrestling. Now, how familiar are you guys? You guys, I, let's start with Mark. You remember Zach I, Gowan? He came out. I jumped up and I popped and I said, holy shit, it's that one-legged guy. And my kids were both in the ring and they were like, oh my God, he has one leg. And I was like, man, I haven't seen this guy in forever. I forgot what a wonderful experience it is to watch that. Isn't that crazy? So cool. Yeah. So guy, cool. He can go, man. He was uh, – He weighed a buck 20, but man, he could go. He was 19 years old at this point too. Can you figure that out? Like, that's crazy. 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 Uh, well, so it was Amazing what? Red at this point, yeah, right? Maybe 20? Red, Red was 20. Yeah, he was just 20 years yeah. old at this point. Yeah, Young yeah 19, 20, just barely, yeah. What a youth I, movement. What a crazy... I mean, this is bananas, man. So, like, Gowan goes here. He gets, like, all this buzz comes out, like, the one-legged wrestler, you know, like, who's doing moonsaults and shit, which is mind-boggling. I think he went to WWE, like, a year later. Has this insane, like, run. Where I think, like, teaming with Hogan, all sorts of shit. Then he was gone. He ended up on the indies. He was in Chicago a lot. He worked for AEW before when I was just a fan going to shows. He was a fixture here. He he uh, was he was trained by Truth Martini. I want to say so. He was he was part of that Michigan crew that would always drive into Chicago all the time. So is Truth Martini still on? Correct. He's running his he's running his school. He's just doing a new class in his school now. His school's still going. Um, we're trying to get him back. I'm like you. This I'm, anybody needs to be back in pro wrestling right now. It's Truth Martini, one of the best. Uh, managers yeah. love that guy but this is interesting uh the, the brother okay little fact little like tidbit i don't know if you caught this the referee scott armstrong brothers mm -hmm. the little tension between brothers and brewing oh, there's definitely some tension brewing in this episode brewing. uh i wrote not good I'm, brothers they're not good brothers <laughs> <laughs> they're nice. i wrote down beef and bros on my notes here <laughs> but at one point BG tries to BG tries to clothesline him. God ducks. Tenacious Z Gowan rolls him up, gets the win. But then Raven immediately, your boy Mark Raven jumps in, starts attacking the poor one-legged kid. Sympathy. Oh my god, that Raven. Dude. He doesn't give a shit. What about him? What about me? What about Raven? <laughs> there you go. Jay, Jay, you a Raven guy? I don't know if I ever asked you. You're a Raven guy. Because the, the rise of Raven is insane, what we're getting here. Everybody's a Raven guy. I love yeah. I love Raven. I was always a fan of the flock. Um, Damn. The um, 
the, the, the huge mystery, like what he was going to do next. You never knew what he was going to say, but whatever he was going to say, you were going to remember it. And you was just going to stick like glue in your head and just, just, it just blow your mind at the same time. Yeah, as they said on commentary, what a vocabulary he's got. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the t-shirt collection. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's the reason. He's the reason I started watching TNA. He's a fucking draw, man. Raven is a draw. My favorite Goldberg match of all time is when Raven had to carry him on his back and put him over for the U.S. title. I remember that. That's a classic, <laughs> man. My favorite matches of all time because of Raven. If you watch that match, you could completely see Raven calling the entire match. Every every move. He's calling <laughs> moves on the outside from the fly. A beautiful match. If you've never seen that match, go back and watch that match. That's that's. The genius of Raven is in that match, honestly. He like you could tell Goldberg yeah. is like lost immediately, like doesn't know what the fuck to do next. And Raven literally yeah. has like guides the entire match. Well, and Raven put a belt on him, put him over, and made him legitimate. Huge, it was huge. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's a line in this I think I wrote down. You are you are a mere gardener in the <laughs> what is it, in the walk of life? Is that have that right? Is that the line? Or, or <laughs> you are a mere gardener in the walk of life. He calls to, <laughs> to AJ. He's talking about AJ. Yeah. He wants the NWA title. So this is what I love about this period, too, guys. You have all these people vying for the title. And it's like the NWA belt feels like the most important fucking thing in the world. What was that comment there? What was like what did that say just now? What do we got huge there, Jay? Put guy. that back up. He's a huge yeah, absolutely. Sorry um, for bringing up all the WCW stuff. No, no. Hey, I, I was oh, like, love WCW. Love WCW, man. Um, it was great. I mean, like Raven, the Ravenisms are awesome. Like all the crazy metaphors. I don't know, like what the fuck he's saying half the time, but I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like, <I don't, laughs> they're awesome. Um, AJ comes out with the belt. Now he's AJ's got the belt on him and they brawl. Larry comes out. Raven steals the belt at the end of that. They brawl back and forth. Uh, they do the finger break. The classic Raven, like split the finger break <laughs> thing, which I still to this day don't know how to pull off. And I, there's a thing. <laughs> We couldn't hear it on TV, but Raven does it live, and a couple other wrestlers. One guy in particular is Merrick Brave, who is uh, uh, Seth Rollins' best friend. They do have the training school together, Merrick Brave. And uh, he wrestled in Chicago a lot, too. But he does a great you know, finger break. But they make a sound effect. like It literally sounds like the bone is oh, breaking. Yeah. And you've probably seen that at indie shows, but like, some guys know how to pull that move off. Yeah, there's a guy that does it very well, but he's one of the do-not-name guys anymore. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, he, he did a, a pretty good one, but I, I think he was using tape. Uh, the other performer was using tape, the rip. So, like, he would crack the tape. Oh. No kidding. That, some guys, uh, at least for him. That's interesting. That's less painful than blading. Yeah. <laughs> some guys pull it off so well that it's like, man, I think he just broke his fingers. But, oh, yeah, because uh, it's like echoing throughout a, uh, yeah. a small arena. Like, it's like, whoa. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Um, all right. So. Yeah, it's something like that. All right, level three, Bullet Bob. This is the great line. This includes the great line. Uh, Mark, you're the guest. Do you remember the line that he said? I'm sorry. I, I was reading the comments, Trent. Sorry. No problem. No problem. It's a great oh, line. Bill, Bill's ready to say it. So, Bill, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Stockton Malone this line to you. Go for it. This is this is great. What he said. My Bullet Bob. Damn, woman. I got a wife at home. Stop bothering me. <laughs> he says, no, he, I'll take it a step further. He says, I got a wife at home that doesn't bitch at me this much. Yes, you're right. <laughs> That's what he said. I screwed That's up. That's exact. Verbatim. Uh, I just love the frustration of both. God damn. Well, oh, he's I so frustrated. He's, he's so like, frustrated. I was, 
I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Bullet Bob in this He's episode. So He's so funny, man. I didn't, you know, was he always so all over it before? Again, I have not really been watching until now. He, he had such a strong a, presence. Yes, he was. He's the authority figure from episode one. Right, right, right. Jay. He hasn't gone up, gone away yet. So, um, yeah, he's, he's he just he had a lot of screen time. You know, he was really active and involved. Yes, yeah, for sure. He he was. I mean, this was a little bit more just because of the nature of this episode. Some episodes he makes maybe two appearances, but he's he is definitely the authority figure. So yeah, it, it is everything's es- escalating with the roster and and additions and chaos. The the big thing is the chaos, and Bullet Bob is is just yeah. becoming more white haired by the day. <laughs> and, um, I, I tell you though, guys, he was a he was. A, I mean, if you're not, I'm into classic wrestling too. He was a damn good wrestler too. Bullet Bob's a classic wrestler in the in the Georgia Southeast territory, man. Uh, this was good though. He's getting frustrated. AMW walk up. They start yelling at Bullet. Everybody's yelling at Bullet Bob. Like everybody wants a piece of this guy, and they want a title shot. And the new church is there talking. You know, they're all in there too because they got a title shot coming up. Jim Mitchell is. I mean, crazy to think here. Jim Mitchell <laughs> is there in 2003. We we see him now. It's my, like my 12 year old daughter daughter was like, "Hey, it's the guy from Impact." Yes, exactly. Isn't that crazy to think like your 12 year old daughter wasn't even born at this time when nope. this show happened, and Jim Mitchell is still there looking pretty. I mean, with the exception of the hair, he looks pretty much the same. Yeah, that's what, he, goes, he looks exactly the same. It's great. That's <laughs> awesome. I love hearing that your daughter recognizes. That's that's amazing. <laughs> but the line he used was great. You know, because their demanded title shot, New Church has it, and he goes, "Don't get your balls twisted." And I love, <laughs> I just loved him saying, "Don't get your balls twisted." Basically, when we win the the title shot, when we win the titles, we'll give you a shot and we'll bathe in your blood. And then bullet separates everybody. So. Uh, That's right. I, if, you, if you're gonna say the line, what if you're gonna quote him, you gotta say it like him. I said, I don't, don't get your balls twisted. It's, I said it. When we win, oh, we'll bathe in your blood. You gotta say the whole. I'll thing. say the whole one. All right. The, the other, <laughs> the other best part about this. So we were talking about Goldie earlier. This, this particular segment mm-hmm. just went so downhill. For Goldilocks. Oh my goodness. It went from being reamed out by her boss for just trying to do her job to getting ping ponged, literally ping ponged between like three different tag teams and her boss. And it's just the look on her face. She's so uncomfortable. She's so just, oh my God, trying to hold the mic and not knowing where to. Put it, and everyone's grabbing the mic from her. It's just—I'm telling you, she's gonna oh, she's Jiminy great. Christmas. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, again, yeah. I want to—I want to mention though the new church again was another one of those. And I guess we'll talk about more during their match. But man, talk about awesome. a forgotten team. Awesome, awesome. We'll we'll get to them in a second. Uh, next match is a four-way: David Flair versus Jerry Lynn. <sighs> Versus Truth versus Mike Sanders, um, David Flair, man, <laughs> like this just this guy just wasn't meant to do this. <laughs> I just like, yeah, can we not? Yeah, I guess we can we not. I, uh, I I don't know. I you know I just think he. I mean, whatever he did, what he could. He, you know, that's he like, worked hard. He tried. You know, for the, he tried his ass off for seven eight years. He did. He did. I mean, he busted tail. He he tried in WCW. The best but, run I will say he had though. Is when they turned him into a psycho with Crowbar yeah. and Daphne. 
Yeah. Like you didn't have to. You, they hit him in. Like you don't have to wrestle much. Just act like a lunatic. And right. he, I thought he did a great job. It was fine. Uh, but when you try to make it him a serious character, as where it's a little hard for him. Uh, so I liked him as a, as a lunatic. What were, they had a little group name, didn't they? In WCW, am I missing that, or am I just imagining that they did? They had a group name. The three of them. Somebody in the chat might know this. What was her? It was like Daphne Crowbar and David Flair. I thought they had and a I little name. I remember the group, but not the name. Did they not have a name? Maybe I'm just imagining that. Know. Oh, it was um. Oh God, I love that crew. I, th- I I'm I might be make might be imagine the fact that they had a little name for him. I don't know. That was, that was getting yeah, towards like know. the end of like the last couple of years of WCW, right? Yeah, they made the chat yeah. and was good, but I'll, this match was pretty standard four way elimination style. Uh, Jorge runs in, so Jorge gets his revenge on Mike Sanders. He he top rope drops drop kicks Sanders. Sanders gets pinned. He's out. Uh, then Jerry pins Flair. Flair burlap sacks Jerry after a ref bump, and then Truth pins Jerry. But they hinted at is Truth with Russo in Sports Entertainment Extreme. Shout Together. out to that ref bump. Great ref bump. Great ref bump, actually. That's a good point. Great ref. A hell of a bump. <laughs> oh, it, it looks seamless. Truth was flying. Rudy Charles taking it. Taking it. Man. Good He's one. still refing, right? He's in the WWE now, Rudy Charles. I thought, he, I, I thought he was gone from the WWE, but. I, Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. He was there, yeah, but I don't know if he still is because they, they have cleaned house a little over the last I gotta ask years, my, so. my buddy uh referee Nate, he would know. Um all right, the next one is is where Goldie just gets obliterated. I mean, I'll, I'm gonna let one <laughs> Jay wants to talk about this one. I know that. Oh that, that's a good line. Th- this Best is line a tough one. Let me set up everything up until there, Jay, and then you can talk about this one. <laughs> this right. is the kind of shit that would never get never happen today. <laughs> um Goldie's in the bag with Elix, Skipper, and Loki, Triple X, uh, talking about the robbery of their belts. So she's kind of dogging them a little bit. She's serious. Like, she's, like, not having their shit, which I I like it. She's believable. Like, I, there's times that Goldie locks. I'm like, she's really pissed off. I, I don't think she's having a good day at work here. And I'm like, maybe she's just a really good actress. Um, tri- uh, Triple X says they're a family. Sports Entertainment Stream is a family. That's how it's going to be. But then Desire comes in. And Jay, do you want to take this, or are you feeling uncomfortable? <laughs> these, are, these are barbs, man. <laughs> I, I'm going to screw up the quote, so I'm just going to pass it off. But no, I remember wait, part wait. of it. Don't she, screw up the quote. This is a money quote. <laughs> it's a money down. quote. Who has the quote down? I got it. I got the quote. Go ahead. Go ahead, Wild Bill. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. The quote is, desire to, to Goldie. Yep. Um, <laughs> your, the nip, your nipples are supposed to be pointing up. Rather than down at the ground looking for loose change. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My kids walked through the room during that scene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Desire first tells her you have the worst boob job she's ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, okay. and the camera zooms, too. The, the camera zooms, too. I didn't catch <laughs> that. And the then Funny does a little peek over. <laughs> he does? I didn't even catch Yeah, it. he's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I didn't even catch that. Um, yeah, a lot of subtleties. You should, you, should, you should be interviewing me instead of uh, instead of them. And then, uh, yeah, the worst poop. And then, yeah, that line. Mark, why don't you repeat that line now just for context? <laughs> <laughs> I can't because I don't have it memorized. Yeah. I'm very bad at remembering quotes. No, no problem. Uh, 
your nipple. He goes, that's the worst boob job ever because your nipple should be pointing up instead of looking down, looking for loose change. What a fucking line. <laughs> and, and then it's even better when they go back to ringside with Tanae and he's like, interesting geography lesson. <laughs> geography lesson. <laughs> I don't think I caught that. I, I forgot. I didn't write that down, but I did catch. What the fuck? Uh, I, that was fed because he's straight faced and he's saying it. Interesting geography lesson there by, by this guy. What? That's huge. That was wild. That's that's where I'm surprised today didn't pop himself. Mark, you didn't have to explain that one, did you? To the that? kids, when the, the kids point, through, oh, the pointing no, one, like, ah, paused it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Desire versus Trinity, quick match, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, Desire is pretty rough, let's just put it that way. <laughs> like, she's not the smoothest. <sighs> the chops, yeah. women's wrestling's Woo. come a long way. There, long was, a, way. Good there was a lot of moments where they were like, you know, how they, you know, you. You're you're about to uh, Irish whip someone, and while you're 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 in the midst of going one way, you quick s whisper something. Yes, and then zing them. You all those whisper sessions were about five seconds too long. <laughs> <About that. laughs> at, at points, Trinity was like literally like, "Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? Okay, like <laughs> yes, okay." Like it was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I cringed every time there was a bump. I thought somebody oh, was going to get hurt. She looks great, though. That's all that mattered, I guess. Yeah. Right? But um, yeah. my thing is here. I'm I'm attention to detail. My thing right away was why are they wearing the same color tights? One hundred percent. Did you catch that too? That's yeah. like black, black with a shade of blue. Oh, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you're Terrible. the heel. You're a sports entertainment stream. You should be wearing black anyway. You, why? Like. If I'm a producer, like that's the first. I'm like, what the f no. What are you fucking changing? Like, no way. Does the heel and the and the baby face go out wearing the same color tights? Like that put, doesn't make any sense. Put the baby face in hot pink or white or something. Something you know? else. Something yeah. opposite than yeah. black. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. yeah. I get bad. you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but yeah, totally right. Those are little details. Like um, when I talked to like the guys at AEW and stuff, and like these little like production details. Like we were talking about Modern Impact too. Like uh, a couple weeks ago, Trey was wearing a Johnny Swinger T-shirt in a backstage segment. You know, and like I love the shirt, but it's like there's no reason at all he should be wearing a giant swinger t-shirt. You know, like right. that doesn't make any. You should be wearing a rascals t-shirt if you're gonna because you got to sell a t-shirt. You have no right. link to swinger at all. You know, maybe, uh, maybe swinger is paying him. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> got to sell right. swinger in the treehouse. I think that's what that's where the shizzards. One, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it next oh. week on next week's main show, but like or on Sunday show probably. But the fact that like Tommy Dreamer came out wearing a PWI shirt, and oh, thank you, Bill, for dude. calling out PWI with dude. that one too. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? They don't even recognize our belt. Yeah, I was like, they don't recognize our belt. Yeah. And then Bill Bill called them out because Bill's like, Yeah, great segment, just be nicer if he had a different shirt on. And then PWI <laughs> responded to you. But they responded to Bill. What did they say to you, Bill? Yeah, they responded to him. They just put my name dot dot dot. Like William. Like, 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 why are you bringing that up? Yeah. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, and honestly, right before we went on, Tommy put it over again. Did he? Like he's like he's like checkboxed it. He's like uh, like great promo blood, and then he's like PWI shirt. Yeah, I, and I was about to respond to him before we went on and be like, "Come on, Tommy, four yeah. out of five ain't yeah. bad." I'm Who's guessing it's a, P a PR move, you know. It is. 
you know, yeah. we're, we're putting you over. Why don't you fucking take it easy? It you might know? be. If, if there's a long-term angle in this, yeah, it's great. But don't, but don't act like their, their whole, that whole scheme of theirs yeah. where they, okay, don't recognize a title. Fine. But then their reasoning for recognizing new promotions less than yeah. a year old world yeah. titles doesn't make yeah. any sense. No sense at well, all. And that belt's never been defended in another country. I think that belt's yeah. only been defended five times a They give a reason for exactly. not recognizing, and they totally go against that reason to recognize somebody else. Let's well, be consistent. So but a bunch of hypocrites over there. I haven't like, cared about PWI since I was 12, though. Exactly. Yeah, like, it was a great magazine when I was, was. 12. 50. Yeah, it was. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Now it's a freaking rag. Certain things, yeah. Now it's shit. Well, anyways. Anyway, it was such a tangent. <laughs> Tons of temps, and I'm sorry for that, but I just thought it was funny because like this Bill definitely got the uh, the call out on that, which is great. That's awesome, Bill. Uh, Good job, Bill. No, thank you for fighting that fight. <laughs> All right, main event, guys. This was a this segment is everything I love about not only wrestling but Southern wrestling. I'm a big Memphis wrestling fan, and I love me a good brawl that just never ends. And My this, God, the booking. This I just love a brawl. Did we time the brawl? It had to be like twelve minutes. It had to be twenty minutes. It was. It was ten. It was ten minutes plus after the match. I know that much. It okay. Was, so the, the match ended, and there was at least it was less than fifteen, I believe, but more than ten. It was like twelve, thirteen minutes, and I was like, "Wow, man. what's going to happen now?" I oh, just kept on going. Oh, <laughs> it was a just, long brawl. Oh it was my long. god! But, I, but guys, I love Southern wrestling. I love Memphis. I got the whole Memphis. DVD collection over there, and so I love shit like this. But we'll talk about that in a second. Let's talk, let's talk about the match, and we'll get to how I blended in. Uh, the new church. I want to talk about this, Mark. Fuck man, how are these two? How are these guys so overlooked? Well, Jim Mitchell's still around. How do we never have a flashback of them on the flash? Because these guys were ahead of their fucking time. Two big guys that can move like that. Can you man. put them put them in the ring with Fulton now? Oh my god absolute knockout match like that entrance theme when it hit they had fantastic so music great look incredible manager consistent in the ring you know big strong high i don't know i don't know why they what happened i don't even know what happened to them actually after I, tina i forget like i know okay so brian lee bolos or brian lee just, he i think he's doing some, obviously doing something else now but um you know, he looked great. I saw a picture of him Reese. I I just like did a Twitter vanity search for him to see if he came up any because he's not on on Twitter. But uh -huh. um, somebody posted a photo they took of him. They met, ran to him somewhere, and it was like maybe three years ago. The guy looks exactly the same. Like Jack looks great. Wow. Slash is formerly Wolfie D um, from uh, uh, PG thirteen back in the day, which was at the. Uh, that tagged that they were that brief little run in WWE as part of nation the early nation of domination. There were the two okay. the two white rapper dudes who were with them. Oh. Memphis guys. So they were they were PG thirteen in Memphis. They had a little run, they had a pretty over locally, but uh that was him. He shaved had a different look and everything. But I think he just he retired out. But man, they, but this run, like new church, we never get a flashback of the new church. I'm like, Jim Mitchell's never. still in the company. You guys can do a flashback of the new Is church. He yeah, he's. I mean, he's basically. He couldn't. He didn't travel. Well, Jay knows about Jay going. You, he, we know why he didn't travel the last like four tapings, though. I think it's a it's a combination of things. It's it's a combination of real life and storyline stuff. I think they wrote him off because of what's going on with his family. His yeah. uh, stepdaughter. Stepdaughter, yeah. Stepdaughter has uh, a, a really 
really bad case of cancer. He's and he's shared the um the GoFundMe link and uh it's still on his social media on his Twitter. Uh so if you want to go look up the sinister minister, uh he's got the link there if you want to help uh donate to his family. We we've, we've shared it a bunch of times on here because we love we love James yeah, Mitchell. We, love James and we, Mitchell, we feel so I think he's dealing with a a heavy dose of real life right now. So uh, if you can help out that family in any way, please consider doing it. But yeah, um, he's just, he's just timeless here with these guys. And to, to see the crowd switch such, such a severe 180 from these guys being the biggest heels in the company in the first handful of weeks. Crazy. Crazy. Like going against what it was a shamrock. Shamrock initially they had the AMW feud early too. So it was Malice too. Yes. Was yeah, the Malice thing too. Exactly. Yeah, the, yep. the, the the members like flip flopped a little bit here and there over the first you know few, several months, but now this is like okay, this is the new tight, you know, uh, the disciples of the new church, but man, this crowd just chanting evil. Evil, evil, awesome. and and Don West's reaction and today's reaction to, oh my God, are you listening to this? They're all chanting evil. Where are we right now? They're it's just crowd like, crowd full of smart marks. It's true, but they were really like they were cool, man. Like they got to that level of like, yo, these dudes are cool, and like they can go. And we've seen them for 31 weeks at this point, you know, just kicking ass. And this match, I mean, obviously, no slouch, triple X. Elix and low-key, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, low-key, current, burn stance aside where this whole, <laughs> this whole fiasco online. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever, however you feel about low-key. But in the ring, especially in 03, the guy was like, youth oh. prime, you know. No more. Man, that submission that when he reversed into the oh, submission, reverse dragon sleeper. Was it a dragon sleeper? I don't think it was it. The, the one where he's got him in like a camel clutch type thing, and I he's going back. But he's up in the air, completely on his back. Oh, he's I'm trying to think of something else though. I'm thinking yeah. something different then. Yeah, he's, just, he's great, but I yeah, he was. So we get a double pin here. Classic double pin, Bill. This is this is a classic Dusty Rhodes type of finish going on the double pin, and I'm like, no surprise, Dusty's in the in the building when this double pin happens. This is a classic <laughs> Dusty finish, man. Gotta have the Dusty finish. Gotta have Dusty finish. Belts are held up. They call it right away. You get the double pin. You know, ref bumps all that stuff. Belts held up. Then the brawl starts, boys. This is where like. <laughs> The next 12 minutes of our lives are just like just <laughs> violence, right? Sports entertainment extreme, little by little, starts coming in. AMW oh, comes in. Go ahead. Before, just before the brawl, during the match, uh-huh. when when uh, it was it was a I forget who the ref was. Was it Ru- Rudy Charles? Who who was it? I the forget. initial ref was was Rudy. Yeah, the initial ref. There was the like three refs. Ref. Yeah, because yeah, there, yeah, there was two at the end. But yeah. so he, he the, the brawl is getting closer and closer to the announce desk, and this is where you can't okay. you just you Tanae can't help nuts, right. yeah. yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> Today and Don West had to get up, they were moving further and further because they can only go so far because they're fenced in, they're that right. little block <laughs> section there, and they're moving further and further to the point where they are 
backed them as far as they can go <laughs> to Nay losing his mind. Would somebody get some help out here? Yeah. I'm checking for engineers on the ground. Which is like, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the floor what, manager. The Ingrid, the Ingrid of uh, back then. That's yeah, right. The Ingrid of 2003 was down and taken out by these guys brawling. And today, red faced, screaming into his mic, would somebody get some help out here? Yeah. Dude, you don't mess with making Mike today stand up. I, was, <laughs> I mean, because they were getting really close and physical, bodies literally flying into their laps to the point where it was like, Okay, once is fine, but now the bodies kept going everywhere, and Don West's papers everywhere. It's just <laughs> I just love the chaos. Like it feels real to me. It's like Mike today is selling me like he is fucking losing it for real at this point. I love that though. I don't feel that today. I feel like Josh Matthews is calling a match. He's not illustrating a match for me. He's calling it fine. Like fine, you're what? calling it. Move for move for move for move. But man, Tanae is making me feel like there is a threat of uh, there, there's stakes involved in this. You know, well, it's just that TNA. It's the TNA that, that's getting them all riled up because that's Josh. He's probably most riled up about the TNA. It's true. Prop yeah. and not a title. <laughs> that's true. where he's most opinionated these days. That's so true. it's that TNA still gets everyone all gets everyone. riled up. But I just want to see more of that. Like, give me. Good. Man, Good to be fair to Josh, uh, mm -hmm. Josh's commentary is a little flat. To be fair to him, though, you know, Tanae was up against arguably the greatest commentator of all time in this period. And I True. think that's why Tanae gets overlooked, right? Uh, Tanae uh, is fantastic. I don't like the product he currently commentates for. I just can't get into it. So I forget about how good Mike Tanae is coming back and watching this. Yeah, he does. He adds a life and an urgency to this and he lets you know that the bad guys are bad and this is why and the good guys are good and this is why and holy yeah. shit everything's going crazy and popping off and wait, wait. and Don West is the perfect foil. Absolutely. Wait, yeah, you said okay. today's commentating now. Who's he who's he commentating for? Uh, MLW now, right? Or he was. Oh no, that's uh Shivani was the guy. Oh Shivani Shivani was I don't watch the product, sorry. Guy. So yeah. Good. It was okay, Shivani for a while for MLW. Okay. No, today's yeah, been Cornet. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Mark, today's oh, yeah. out. Uh, today, today retired. Um, selling air conditioners. Selling air conditioners. In the <laughs> oh, okay. My mistake. My mistake. No, he was, he's work, he was working the sports book uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the is. casinos, right? Did, did you, Bill, did you ever see him when he went to Vegas? Because he runs like one of the bigger sports books out there. I've never seen him. I've never seen him out there. The the, the times I've been there, he, he doesn't run in my circles in Vegas, I guess. Okay. But. Unless he's hanging out, uh, because they're impact when they go out there, they're off strip. He's probably yeah, uh, Amsterdam, right? It's like the block over, yeah, off the strip, yeah. Because I know he runs, he's like the floor manager of one of the bigger sports books. I forgot which casino he's in though, but he runs one of them now. And uh, I just, but he, but he left Mark. Um, I want to say, God, twenty sixteen. Is that right, Bill? Or no? That maybe? sounds right because he was on commentary during the flashback, I believe. The other day, where Eric Young and I was fourteen, so he was there then. Fourteen, then so I maybe fifth. I want to say he's 15? gone fifteen. I think he's been gone for five years. Yeah, fifteen is when he was gone, because I met you in sixteen at Slammiversary, 
and he wasn't there at the time. They he brought West he was going by then. He was going by 16, yeah. Yeah, and they had brought in Don West for that special commentary, right? With um, Yeah, just him. Not Tanae wouldn't come back at that Tanae time. Wouldn't I think do they reached it. out to him, but he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it, right? Actually, no, that might have been 17 then. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was 17, so he didn't go on a couple years. the following years. year. Yes, I don't know. Like he, he left, Mark. Like He got out, and then I, he felt kind of – I think he completely? left it totally. He won't even do well, it. Remember reunion. they gave him another show? At the time, yes, that's what it was. They kind of put him on a B show. They, they did, and like Josh Matthews was like the new young kid, and he basically replaced him. And Correct. if anybody remembers, if anybody in the chat remembers the um the name of that the, like secondary show that they it was gave like him. a legend show, like yes, it was, that was like it. a it was that was it the TNA legend show that was like briefly on yeah. uh, after the main show, and so that, and was, that was the was, rift with TNA, and then he just left. Yeah, because like Up he there. was. He, he was the he was the top guy. He was the guy, the voice yeah. of TNA. And then um even during the transition, everything, and then like Josh Matthews like comes in and they just like they just they had him on they had him on together for like maybe a month or two, right, Bill? Like and yeah. then they just like put him on this like this flashback, you know, like B show kind of thing. Like they were he was gone. They took him off of main hmm. show and put him on this thing and he was like what the fuck like i've been the fucking yeah. guy you know like he was kind of doing his little sit down like introducing this and this and yeah. that type stuff but like i know that you mentioned it earlier talked about it just now the whole commentator thing and and mm-hmm. you do see it in this error but i think that's a i almost think that's a different error of announcing uh, of, of commentary sometimes color guys can still pull it off but play-by-play guys i feel like the position changed industry-wide I think yeah. it's more they don't want play-by-play guys getting themselves over anymore. Uh, so it, it, it's all about what they, they want the product in the ring to be. And they don't – I think that comes from above. They don't want them to over – like you're right, like the whole making it seem like it's the biggest match ever. Maybe occasionally they'll push that, but they don't want every match to feel that way. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think that's by design? Because back in the I day, so. everybody was a character, right? The rest yeah. were characters. Commentators were characters. Everybody was involved in the show, and now because yeah, you have promotions where some refs are kind of like you have where like years awkward. ago there was a promotion that you can't even name refs, like don't even call them; they're just unofficial. Yeah. Now you have refs with t-shirts, yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's a they're different promotions are looking at it a different way, and True. I think that that goes for announcers. It goes for goes for everybody, really. It's interesting, man. It's in, but. During the brawl, just to wrap up the brawl real quick, like he made, he just gave that threat level feeling to the brawl, you know. And I was like, man, um, you know, Bullet comes out, he's getting shots in there, which I love. <laughs> oh, like, he's great. I think that's BG. I think it's BG. <laughs> yeah. That call was so good. I, I just opted for that call. <laughs> I loved it. I just loved it because, like, yeah, the guy, all the sports entertainment stream guys are still in their fatigues and masks. At mm-hmm. the, little by little, they're systematically putting all. The, the TNA guys into their locker room, locking him in. And W goes in. But I love, I pop him. Bullet comes out. And he's like, oh, I'm sick and tired of this shit. And he's like beating up his own son. <laughs> um, this is where it's great, though. So they're in the ring. They get everybody locked up. And uh, Russo's in the ring. He's addressing, like, no, you see the bell bottom tights. You, you know, it's disco. That's it. He's got the bell bottom tights, which is always it's my gift. It's the gift. It's it's I, I love I always loved that little detail about him because like my I remember my sister as a kid used to pop for the fact that like he's a seventies throwback character and he's got bell bottom tights and he used to love it and he's still rocking them he's in there Russo's saying we did it where it's uh, you know we got him he's like he's like all right he's like all right Glenn 
you know, take that mask off, tell these people what, you know, what we're going to do, you know, get out, like, go, let's go take, let's go finish the job, basically. He's like, come on, Glenn, take off the mask already. He's not taking it. It's like, and then you look over the ramp, Disco is running out with the classic, like, sitcom y, like, in his underwear, like, no, it's not me. And then Rooster, like, does, like, the whole, like, the slow turn, like, the, huh? You know, turns over and Jared takes the match off, and it's Jared brawls. You know, goes to black. It's like the perfect television show finish. You know, it's like, go ahead, Jay. I, I was, I was this close to making Glenn Gilberti in his underwear the thumbnail for this video. You have to give me a little bit of credit. You just, I was this close. I saw that ending, and I'm like, hmm. oh, it's perfect. So, <laughs> Him in his underwear going. It just reminded me of like a, an ending you'd see on like an 80s sitcom. And I loved it. It's something like, wait a minute, if you're there, who's there? Oh, you know, one of those things. But just such like a great. Do the three companies, you know, yeah, exactly. come and knock on my door. There's Jack Tripper in his underwear. Yeah, exactly. Just all misunderstandings everywhere. And, the, but, and you know, and, and, and uh, what was his roommate's name again? I'm Jane, sorry, I'm old. Janet, Christy, Terry. Come on, you're yeah. talking about sitcom. Jan, yeah, <laughs> I think you're correct. That was, but there was like. Where's Mr. Furley? Furley. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Furley. Mr. Roper. <laughs> Roper. Larry. Yeah. Yeah. Larry. Oh, Larry. Larry. Larry would be like, hey, you're in your underwear. Oh, sorry, Jack. <laughs> But no, this was this was, it was fun. I I I enjoyed the show because it was just like it kept me engaged the whole time. I was in, I was I was locked in on this show. The this whole was, they're rolling right now. They're rolling. Yeah, it's great, man. It's um, and I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen the anybody watching and listening on audio, watching on the chat. If you guys haven't seen the early team, like watch what the foundation of the company was. There, everybody you can think of set foot in this ring i'm in this company's ring i'm telling you like they were doing stuff in 0203 that's like considered like you couldn't believe that we've like not we can't we don't even do it now we've we've gone so far back that we don't even do it now like it's like this is crazy shit for the time even it's crazy to see it now on this show we saw larry zabisco dusty Rhodes, aj styles and amazing red what think about f- that think about the- it right there right there yeah, like crazy, that's classic. crazy. That's such crazy. A, such an unbelievable, unmatchable classic. The rock and, I, and that's great. and that's why I even bring it. I, I tell Trent all the time. I'm like, I I look at is you have to pardon the reference. You know, we look at where AJ is now and what he's all accomplished, and now we're watching these, and how he's you know transformed himself, but not really transformed himself because he's still cutting the same smart. Alecky promos today, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I watched the stuff that he did a few weeks ago, and he's all, you know, smart ass in the ring, and I'm I'm all this and I'm all that, and I'm like, oh my god, it's almost twenty years later, and there it is. That's the inception of what he's doing now. It's just I love it. Yeah, the promo is a lot more green back then, but oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, is, it is. But man, you got to give him credit for being so cocky. I mean, for back yeah. then, you can compare it to like the MJF of today. Not quite as good promo wise, but the yeah. cockiness, the cockiness is. I put in the ring. AJ's work in the ring. Oh, oh unimaginable! Yeah, from I, the very I, beginning, I personally think in my in my lifetime here, I. I know a lot of people of my generation. I'm 38. A lot of people of my generation are like, oh, Shawn Michaels, best in-ring performer. Blah, blah. AJ's up not there. even 
I say AJ Styles. To me, and I'm just not. This is not my TNA bias. I think personally, I think AJ Styles is, is one of the best performers in my lifetime because this guy did it in every company. He's done yeah, it yeah. everywhere he goes. Exactly. I look at Shawn Michaels. I'm like, you did it in one company. That's great. Yeah, you had a cup of coffee in AW. I'm not even going to count that. You've been in WWE. You've been one style their whole career. I look at AJ Styles. I'm like, this kid did it. He touched WCL, the cup of coffee in WCW. But TNA, he was the guy. He built it in TNA. New Japan, Ring of Honor, WWE. Like this guy is like the most. And you're and what, what I'm getting at with this is you're seeing the inception of all that. What what you eventually come to know. It's like one of the greatest of all time. This is the start to main event level AJ Styles. Well, on this episode, you know. Also, you know, you've got Ron Killings out there. Yeah, absolutely. I actually enjoy what what well i don't watch the other program now but i enjoy what he's done the last couple years of his career to stretch out it's been good it has been great it's good comedy stuff but if you haven't seen the truth as a wrestler and as a champion definitely worth going back and watching because the guy was fantastic you know my son was like oh every time he would do a kick or a bicycle kick or that ref bump my son was like oh i mean he was an exciting athlete he still moves like he's mind-boggling. This age that we're watching now, he does now. So yeah. apparently, apparently, he still goes like this. Yeah, he'll, he'll go out in the ring and he does his does his rap and stuff, and he gets in the ring and then drops down, does a split, pops the crowd, gets up, does some more dancing and stuff. The guy's just unbelievably charismatic and in shape. It's. For, for what is he like 50 he's 50. now he's 50 he's years old 50 now. years old oh like 28 <laughs> time 24 7 european TLs, <laughs> whatever he does the whole shtick it's yeah. so it's hilarious he changes it hilarious he's too funny his comedy stuff is great i love him i pre- you know and i was really down on the stuff but now i've i've come to appreciate him even more watching this stuff you that's know? great no he's he's a phenomenal talent man and he, i i love that he still talks highly of tna he was like keeping it 100 yeah he was like keeping it 100 um like a month ago and him and Cohen and i were just like chopping it up about tna days and he's, he he speaks very fondly of it you know like he's still because it is the company that really like took the major chance on him it made you him know? a star and, made him a star like they 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 they, they, they gave him the ball man and he's he's very he still talks fondly of it uh he's not one of those bitter regretful people but he likes it he had a good time it was time to go uh and that was it that's just a natural progression you know i mean you're getting older go get the go get the big easy money and you know yeah. less bumps <laughs> that's you, what it is you don't forget where you came from you don't forget your roots and that's what so many people do nowadays they they forget where they've come from they say oh they made it up here now yeah i don't gotta think about this no sometimes you need to like go back and and it's stuff like that that keeps you humble and that's something i preach to my kids all the time i'd be like look straight a student i'm incredibly proud of you you know you're smart god bless you that's wonderful just don't forget where it came from absolutely and, and be thankful for it every single day you know yeah, we're seeing that legacy kind of come back too, as we're seeing you know the generation of kids like Kara Hogan, right, and Chris Bay that grew up watching this product now I that are wrestling that. in the product. Oh, I love it's so heartwarming to see that stuff. But you know, it kind of a uh, 
the brand that's been established here is what we're seeing now, right? We're seeing people yeah. willing to come back to this company because they know that this company is steady and that they've done it and that they've been here for 20 years and we're exploring those roots now. And for me, thanks guys, you know, for giving me a reason to go back and like really watch yeah. one of the old shows. It was, the, the timing was perfect, like that this was one of the first I ever saw. I had a blast rewatching it. I'm probably just gonna keep up with you guys from now on. That'd be great, um, man. Hey, we we appreciate it, and I told Trent when we were brainstorming stuff like uh, fall, winter, early winter time, late last year about more stuff to put on. You know, when we were still on the lounge, and I was like, "Hey, maybe we should do this." And we kept talking about it. We kept talking about it. We didn't do it, and finally, we were like, "You know what? Let's just do it." And I was I was a little leery at first because I I didn't know because I, I I mean I've seen the classic first episode it's on YouTube you can look it up you can watch it and so I was a little leery but I know the star power that was involved in it and I was always very curious to see how it evolved who was champ what the rivalries were and man it is much wrestling as i've digested in the last 40 years i'm having a blast doing this i wouldn't i wouldn't have kept it up after 10 episodes if i wasn't having fun i love this here we are at 31 plus i love i mean how do you, how do you not love trent i love it it's just, thanks yeah. well between, between trent and bill we've got the institutional history too. there you we go all the background stuff there you go man well hey listen i want to thank you both for for being on and and and, and hanging out with us as we flashbacks and for anybody in the chat honestly like if you guys aren't watching along these are fun shows to watch along and you get 30 days for free if you're, if you're not even sub to impact plus it's eight bucks a month it's nothing it's it's two starbucks coffees you know, it's worth it for explosion alone it's worth for explosion alone exactly what's eight bucks uh you get 30 days for free like watches with us hang out you get to see a apparently they're adding a ton of new shit did i miss that i thought there was a bunch of new shit added you get this bill you have the memo on this yeah, yeah uh there was well I, I know they kind of made navigation easier like they put all the slam anniversaries together um they put all the main just, just for you kind of they kind of like yeah on really at the top i saw that yeah so, so yeah, uh, but, uh, but I know there's rumors that there's a lot of new content also coming down the pike, maybe post anniversary. There we go. Yeah, I'm hearing like there's Hopefully uh, an update on the uh, the interface too. Yeah, the, I, I'm not a big fan of the UI. Like, like, can we please get a a continue watching section? Oh my guys? god, yes. Can we please get that, guys? Like, can, <laughs> oh my god, yes. Can we can we all in the chat here? Can we all just tweet Impact Plus on Twitter and just like please just add a continue watching section and please let it work. Because sometimes that resume <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That resume does not work. Well, it's Kyle not here, I'll call on the tribe to go yeah. tweet impact and Please. say, let's get this done. I do, I do get the occasional error, but I keep watching because I do enjoy watching this. Um, I do want not to not to change the tune to a negative thing, but I saw some stuff in the chat. I just wanted to quick look it up. Yes, uh, sadly – between this episode on February 5th and the next one on February 12th, on the 10th, Kurt Hennig passed away. So I figured I'd I'd briefly mention it here. We could talk about it more on the next one because I'm sure there's a tribute or something, I'm guessing. There is. I remember it. It's actually <laughs> tattooed in my brain. I do remember what they do. I won't ruin it. We'll talk about it. But uh, it does happen, and they do address it. It does get addressed on the show uh specifically amw who you come to find out is very close to him 
Yeah, well, apparently he started mentoring at this point, which I didn't wow. even know about. So um, no, definitely that that's a tough one next week because you're still continuing a heavy storyline, but like that looming, like we're not gonna ignore the fact that he was just here and he yeah. died. His last um, his literal last run just days before or about yeah. weeks, but yeah. Yeah, so that's a tough <clears> one. But uh, definitely, I'll be 32 next week. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm going back to Impact Plus. They have done some cleanup. I will say they have. I liked. I do like the bundling at the top. Easy to get to all the different shows. But yeah, we need a, we need to continue watching. Please, <laughs> yes, like, I want that. Please, if we could only have one thing, that would probably be top on the yes. list. Yes, uh. same, same. And then yeah, I saw somebody at wrestling fans. I'm saying, can we add the old explosions from O2, yes. guys? The gems yes. that are on these fucking explosions from O2 are crazy like kevin martin i know you're in the chat you need to take that to the office i need to i know you know where the vhs tapes are for those i need you to do that for us <laughs> because there are some gems in o2 03 04 like explosion was literally you're gonna you'd watch it be like who that fucking guy was here like what <laughs> you know like it's literally a, it's just a smorgasbord of he came here too he was an impact what the fuck like it just blows your mind who wait Explosion goes back this far, dude. Explosion, okay. it was like nearly at the beginning. It's the oldest show, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, it was basically. It's, yeah. think about it, it's, the, it's the actual yeah, the pay per view explosion, then impact. Yeah, yeah. yeah because it was technically <laughs> explosion was actually the first syndicated show they did. The pay per view was one thing, but explosion was actually the mm -hmm. first syndicated show they ever put out, and that actually used to go out. And that's well, I know, I know, like years ago, it wasn't even around the U.S. It was still yeah, wasn't that in they the were shipping out internationally, right, or something. It was all international, and yeah, Mr. Fritz, it was. Wow. Uh, uh, Jim Lionheart was on. Oh, there I you go. I can't even tell the names are on. It was crazy. But AJ yeah, it was really Joe had a match on Explosion at one point. I mean, yes, which is like a total oh, banger. Like, yeah, there's, there's crazy. Yeah, that's like main there. event pay per view level shit, dude. I'm telling you, man, Explosion is like hidden gem central. So, Kevin, it's Mar been a bangarama. Yes. <laughs> what are you, Kyle? Now it's a throwback show. <laughs> Kalon, uh, but yeah. So hopefully we get that. But yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Mark. Tell people what you know. I like people to connect to you. You're great on Twitter. Oh. You're extremely active. So where can people find you? Uh, I don't even know my at because I had to change it. I think it's at Two Taya World Order. I think. Um, but if not, you'll see me posting all the time or tweeting all the time. I thought it was T is Taya W O two. I think wasn't it? Wasn't that what it, I, I said it to Jay earlier? Man, I don't even know. <laughs> Look at Taya's world order. <laughs> I'm, if I'm not. I'm not here for the clout. I'm just here for the impact. But you're you're a great follow. That's why I want people to connect with you ah, for sure. Thank you. But uh, but Bill, you're you're the man. You're now you you start. You we're giving you we're giving a voice to the face to the name and a name to everything to the guy that they assumed worked for the company for so long. <laughs> starting to see like no, he's a Wait, super you don't? man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I guess I'm still waiting for that first check. <laughs> Where can they follow, follow you, Bill? All right. Hey, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's probably where I'm most active. Instagram's the same thing. Uh, it's my name, William, another M, Gardner, G A R D N E R. Nice, nice. Jay, you want to plug up your uh, your stuff, your other shows, all that stuff? You can find me over on that other little podcast, which I've been a little ex extra sassy on lately. I apologize. <laughs> smash this podcast. Where we're smashing all things wrestling. Smash, smash this podcast is also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me on the Twitter box at jbone5150. That's J-A-Y-B-O-N-E 5150. 
Very nice, Jay. Very nice. Guys, you can connect with the show. The links are uh, down there at We Talk Impact, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or just type in Total Nonstop Impact and Google. It all comes up. Uh, the show is available on all audio format. Oh, there, there it is. is. Two Thanks, times Kill WO. <laughs> Thank you, Kill <laughs> That's it. There it is. But yeah, get, give Mark a follow, guys. He's a great, if you like Impact Talk, he's great. He's like, he's a great crusader for the product. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, we all have to be ambassadors. We do. We absolutely do. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, we talk about our, our audio listeners. You can get the show on the go. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, GeoSavit in India, YouTube, of course, available on this channel. And now the main show, syndicated. Syndi- we're in syndication, guys. Uh, looks like the plan's going to be two days later. At the Russo, where's there it is? The Russo brand. We're part of Vince Russo's the brand. So the debut dropped today. So today's Thursday, obviously two days removed from the live show. As very, be- very proud day. I'm just saying it's a very proud yeah. day. Thank you very much for anyone and everyone who tuned in to give us a chance and check us out. Thank you. It was a uh, good response has been good today, which so far so good. We're off to a good start. Uh, so no, it's been great. So it looks like that's a good process. We're going to be live here every Tuesday with the main show. Flagship show goes live every Tuesday, 30 minutes after Impact. And then two days later, the brand gets it, and you get all the brand folks. And, guys, if you're coming in here from the brand, we're doing throwbacks here. Every throwback Thursday is the throwback show, Sunday night, Impact Plus Weekly, and the open forum. We discuss anything you want to discuss, basically, after we cover Explosion and stuff, talk about whatever. And it's been really good. Tweet about Explosion. Yes, there you go. And Mark loves uh, Impact Plus Weekly. I know you you're, you've, uh, you encourage me about that. And I'm like, that's awesome. He loves love the open format. It's a that's, good I'm glad, man. I'm so glad. I'll, we'll get you on that one of these days, too. And just, cool. just spark open talk, man. Anytime. But, uh, but guys, don't forget, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Total Nonstop Impact. Get Cholo shirts off, gentlemen. Look at the There's two of the three designs right there. We got the main, the, fl- the flaming mic, and the throwback logo. Look at that. Thank you, boys, for, for picking that up. We appreciate that. But guys, you. guys, you can get your own. You get a shirt. You can join us on Throwback or Impact Plus Weekly. You're more than welcome to come on, pick one of your shows, come on, hang out with us, and then uh, and connect. Me personally, if you guys want to connect with me, guys, uh, best for me, hemimusic.com. Independent artists are supporting each other nowadays. People supporting the independents. Forget my personal Twitter. Follow Hemi Music at Hemi Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Take up a T-shirt at hemimusic.com. Best way to support independent artists during a lockdown. It really helps. Hey, and look, we have an Impact Wrestling tie-in. I've done two songs for Impact. You know, so I'm not, I'm not coming out of the, I'm not coming out of the, uh, the woodwork here. Got a little, we're part of the Impact family a little bit. So you be supporting Impact in a roundabout way is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, all right, I think that wraps it up. Jay, anything else? No, that's it. Let's take her home, brother. All right, all right, everybody, have a great Fourth of July holiday. You two hang out for a few. We're gonna, we'll cut the show. And we'll talk to you guys in a second. Have a cool. great holiday, everybody. Stay safe. Wear your masks, you know, please. Like, let's not get let's let this thing get crazy over the weekend. I hate wearing them. I'm not a big fan of the West, but I know I have to. That's the uh, that's the idea, right? I have to wear it. That's the bottom line. Uh, here's so, here's my wish: wear a mask so I can eventually leave my house. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect example. If you love J Bone, people like J Bone can't leave because of this. So wear a mask. Help out our brother J Bone here, please. Uh, but yeah, wear your mask. Please be safe. Wash your hands. I always wash my hands. Anyway. I'm obsessive. Guys, I wash my hands. Like before all this shit, I wash my hands like 12 times a day anyway. Just because like I like clean hands. 
But so like now it's like I'm already, I already been doing this. See, that's the funny thing. But wash your hands, guys. Be safe. Don't blow off your hands with fireworks, please. <laughs> Take it easy. And we'll see you guys here Sunday night for the Impact Plus Weekly. All right. So thanks again. Episode 32 next week. We'll talk to you then. J-Bone, hit the video. Let's get out of here. Good night, everybody. Find me the name of this garbage show again that I'm on. Total nonstop impact. My name's John Capital Letter E period Bravo. And you're listening to the Total Nonstop Impact Podcast. This is the jaw jacking Tuesday night impacting. His mother called him son because he shines like one mocha skin manimal Rohit Raju. And you are watching Total Nonstop Impact. This is Taya La Huera Loca, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact. The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander, and you're listening to Total Nonstop Impact. We are the, the Rascals. Rascals, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact Podcast, baby. Woo! And what you're really listening to is total non-stop impact. Don't you dare miss a lesson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.